Hello, friends. Welcome to episode twenty-four of Carlos Rios's All Ears. Today, you're listening to a conversation with Eric Manahan. Eric is a once architect turned video game developer. He is currently working in a new indie game title called Lucid, a two D action adventure RPG inspired by the golden age of platformers. He recently launched his Kickstarter campaign and has amassed quite a following across multiple social media platforms. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. So you were telling me about what was the the thing called Red what? Oh, uh, Red Letter Media. Red Letter there. Media. Okay. Yes, yes. I uh, I don't know why they're called that, but uh, mm. it's um. They're just these film buffs that uh, live in Wisconsin, and they started yeah. out doing. Uh, they had this character, uh, Mr. Plankett, and it kind of just evolved into like the like four-ish friends uh, live in Wisconsin. They rent out a, I'm assuming, some sort of uh, warehouse where they do right. skits and talk movies. And uh, they've just been they've been doing it for like over a decade on YouTube, and they're yeah, uh, they're like irreverent, and they do their own thing and i love them yeah so they're some of the early youtube adopters oh yeah big time yeah how long has youtube been around like 2009 2010 Does that seem right was it older than that i'm curious i'll look it up are you still there i want to say like 15 years that's your guess yeah, well, that's a really years? good am i YouTube is 15 oh, years yeah. old, Eight, according to business. 18 years. Science. 18 years? What? I'm getting 18 years. I'm getting 15. YouTube man. age, 18 years. You're on Google, years. aren't you? That's why YouTube. <laughs> I'm on Google. Uh, <laughs> uh, it says it was registered February 14th, uh, 2005. There you go. Yeah, I yeah. don't know, man. That was crazy. Netflix is 25 years? Netflix is 25. Well, you know That's which crazy. one's super old. Uh, um, Nintendo. Nintendo's been around since the 1800s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one's pretty wild. Yes, sir. Yeah. Making Have you ever seen playing cards? You've seen like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like little plastic, like little toys. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> nuts to see what they used to make. Um, yeah, I just recently saw. Oh, yeah. I just saw a post today that said the legend of the original Legend of Zelda dropped 37 years ago. Wow, it's older than me. That's that's uh, crazy I, to think about. It's, yeah, it's wild, dude. Yeah, the Legend of Zelda is almost 40 years old. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty weird. Did you ever see those old like cartoons that they had on Legend of Zelda? I've seen. I never saw, them, but like I've seen. Like, well, excuse me, princess. Like, I've right. seen compilations. Like, that was his catchphrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, I never watched a full episode. Yeah, I remember being being little and and knowing about them and wanting to watch them. And I can't remember why I couldn't watch them. There was something wrong with my TV. But there was also a Super Mario series like that, like back in the nineties, and it was really weird. So yeah, I probably it's probably yes. better that they I didn't watch that. 
<laughs> probably it taint yeah. it would taint the subject. Right. I mean, it explains why Nintendo's been so like uh, hard pressed and very protective of their IPs. And we say that, but now they're uh, the Mario movies coming out, right. which I'm actually pretty looking forward to. I kind of <laughs> am pretty too. Good. Yeah, it does. I I wasn't sure I at too, first, yeah. but yes. I, I had my I had trepidations and I was like, I don't know. But then the more marketing they do, it, they just keep kind of mm-hmm. doing It's like hitting the right notes for me. And I'm like, okay, man. All right. right. I'm game. Let's yeah. do this. I, I mean, I love uh, animated movies. Um, and so mm-hmm. that's pretty much all I watch when I'm not watching anime. Um, and so <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm proud and unashamed. Sometimes That's I'm good. a little ashamed. Um, I am but... too. <laughs> I, I but... wish I had your um, confidence because I I wait till my fiance is like asleep and then I can watch you know whatever <laughs> I want. Until then, I have to look like pseudo respectable watching like film commentaries oh, and like yeah. an- an- analysis and be like, see, hmm. I'm not a man child. As soon as right. she goes to bed, Vegeta, what are you doing, Kakarot? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, dude, Dragon Ball Z. I so I, I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z in Spanish because I'm I'm from Mexico, and so mm-hmm. it's it's so funny. Just I never, and then I watch a good bit of it in Japanese, and I'm one of those weird anime watchers that likes to watch it in Japanese rather than uh, English. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. And but but I really like the Spanish dubs when I was little of Dragon Ball Z. They're pretty great, pretty epic. That's cool. I've never heard the. Um, uh, the Spanish dub. I mean, I I was just speaking with a buddy, um, Amadeus, uh, mm. about we were talking about D- Dragon Ball. Uh, someone posted, I had recently posted an animation that reminded him of Dragon Ball. We were talking about Dragon Ball, uh-huh. and we were, it, it, we just both like remembered at the same time that our intros were different because mm. like I I was doing the English one, and then he sent me the Chala. Hey, Chala! That thing. Right, <laughs> you're just like yeah. having fun reminiscing. Like, like the American one's so like hardcore and like really aggressive. And when like... when when I call my wife, she has a a custom ringtone that is that. The oh, that's Chala! Hey, Chala! <laughs> when I call her, so so good. Or I think she yeah. recently changed it to something else. Yeah, she changed it to the old Dragon Ball. The din 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 right Ta-da. right i love that so yeah. much yeah. oh my god yeah so so uh that's what you gotta do you gotta get your fiance into watching i do uh, some anime i i do um yeah when um when hell freezes over we'll be right there right <laughs> there's you gotta find the right um uh, what do you call it um the right what is oh, that like expression yeah yeah you gotta find the right gateway show yes um, we um i mean to her um i don't want to say credit but uh she for one of my birthdays she uh rented out i, I don't know how she did this man somehow we went mm-hmm. like really early in the day but she rented out or i didn't know she rented out we were the only ones there at an imax showing of ghost in the shell like og oh, wow. uh, yeah japanese dub yeah. um imax like it was so awesome and like the whole time she was just like letting me she was just pandering and like listening to me and she's like so what's this mean and i'd go into it and like it's yeah. this and this 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 and like i know 
she normally hates when I do this, but today she was like feigning interest. And I was like, yeah, oh, so happy. <laughs> it's true love, man. Well, yeah. you know, you know, it's true love whenever she's encouraging you to to work on on your passion project, which is Lucid. Yes. Right? Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. She was the the catalyst of it all. We actually just had a speech. Uh, uh, I talked tonight over dinner about uh, my stress and anxiety, and we just she sat me down. We did what's called a square breathing. Oh, hold on, uh, you broke up a little. And, a what uh, a square? She, like helped me. He was kind of like square breathing. Uh huh. It's um, it's pretty interesting. It's like a nice soothing kind of uh, meditative way of thing, and essentially, it's like you breathe in through your nose for four seconds. Hold it for four seconds. Exhale out your mouth for four seconds. Hold the exhale for four seconds. And you just do it over and over. It's a square. Like you just, you're supposed to vision a square, kind of like going around on huh. each four seconds. And uh, very, very therapeutic, very relaxing. Right. And uh, she's, it's how she gets. It's like a grounding, relaxing. grounding yeah. exercise. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, she helped me kind of. Looks, it looks like we got a good a bit of delay. Would you mind if we restart the conversation and hit record again? Yeah, sure. Totally, man. Hey, real quick. As you likely know, my goal is simply to continue creating high-quality episodes, high-value episodes, and just have great and genuine conversations with all kinds of interesting people. So if you enjoy listening to the podcast, do consider subscribing and rating the show to help it grow. Thanks. Let's see. Oh, yeah. I was um, talking about uh, square breathing um, for all my yogi and meditative friends out there. Uh, it's very, very, it's a, you put it very well. It's a nice grounding method to uh, when stressed out, too much static going on, need to just mm -hmm. reset. It's a good way to just close your eyes, breathe. Yeah. And uh, really helps. Now, when, when I was back in Texas, right. we, I worked at a Boys and Girls Club. And, um, oh. I, I did many, many things when I was there, but I, I, I was running the music program uh, essentially, but sometimes, um, I had to, when the kids were coming into the club, uh, we had a big gym. So, you know, we had like, but prior to COVID, we had like 300 kids. And then after a year and a half or so we had, we went up back to like a hundred, 150, something like that. And so I'm in the gym, gym as this 150 kids are coming in and they had all these like things that, you know, that would help us uh, get the kids to wind down and relax. And one of those, they had a few different like grounding exercises like that, where we'll do breathing exercises or um, I'll have them like, wow. you know, lay down and then like breathe and like feel, feel like you're breathing, breathing through your toes and now feel like you're breathing through your hands and you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Or or just yeah. simple things like look around the building, see if you can spot something blue, see if you can, you know, what are the smells in the room, that kind of thing. And, you know, wow. the children, so they'll be like, I smell farts or whatever. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I it's can. nice, you know, it's just like we're in a building, you're safe, you're okay, you know, let's let's get going. And so yeah. it, was, it was a fun thing to do. And, you know, like we need that kind of stuff too. Like you were saying, you know, we get anxious, we get stressed. We need to like stop and then look around and be yeah. like, it's all right. We're still here. Yeah. Enjoy the ride. That's something right. I've been trying to tell myself repeatedly. Yeah. Like uh, for the longest time I was just doing at my own pace, enjoying the ride. And uh, it seems like the further and closer I get 
to any sort of milestone, the less time I have to enjoy the ride and just constantly chasing the next goal goalpost. Yeah. And uh, I think it's detrimental to the creative process, but uh, um, I'm trying my best not to do that. Yeah. What? I turn, I turn my camera you, off. Were you able to, to see that oh. a little bit? Ah, wonderful. Uh, yeah, maybe that was some bit right. Yep. Um, the okay. internet can handle my image. Yeah, you're too strong. <laughs> <laughs> so you were able to. How many kids were in a class? Uh, well, when I had uh, the music classes that I had, um, I was fortunate myself in which I could make them as small or large as I wanted because basically the way that I ran the program is I will get preteens and teens and they will form bands. And so I had uh -huh. one band at a time. So no more than like, you know, 10 kids. 10 kids is a big band, but usually yeah, closer to five, six kids. And you can get a couple of singers, bass, drummer, guitar, keys. Ah, very cool. Okay. And so these kids were not musicians. So what was really the challenge is coming up with a, a system, a process that you can replicate, that they're picking up the instruments and playing immediately and, and kind of having fun. And even if it's not like amazing, you know, they're still enjoying it. So they, they would actually play with the uh, music itself, with the original oh, tracks. Okay. And then I would put like st uh, stickers with numbers on their instruments and they would just follow, you know, on my cue and that kind of thing. Right. And cool. so, and we built from there. So it was fun. But yeah, the, the size of the, my classroom was pretty small, like five, seven kids. Now for the regular staff that weren't, fortunate like me <laughs> they had like 30 kids you know oh my god it's, and it's, I, I assume that's where they did the the breathing exercises right well the breathing exercises we did it whenever all the kids were at the gym wow. as they were coming in they were because they came in batches because yeah. we, we have like a bus system and we would actually go and pick them up at their schools pick them up bring them to the club and then they're like slowly getting in there and we're lining them up on the gym and you get all, you know, so someone has to be there to welcome them. And that was me for a <laughs> bit. Right, we'll take turns. And so I really like doing this like grounding exercises because, you know, even if you're not able to calm all of them down, you get a good number of them. And, and that helps a lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I can imagine. That's uh, I can't believe you were able to get 30 kids to lay down and breathe. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's very impressive. I um I also when I was younger I used to teach or help teach martial arts at like a YMCA. Oh, nice! And uh, yeah, it was it was fun and uh, sim very similarly. Uh, I mean, I maybe I had a, at tops I don't know like fifteen twenty kids and yeah. that was even that was a challenge. So I what kind of imagine. martial arts? We were, well, it was I remember it was called Hyoshindo or Hyoshin mm. and but it was um an amalgamation of like Taekwondo and Judo. Um, oh, yeah. Made by, <laughs> created by an Italian man who studied under a Korean man, I believe was the okay. history. I remember seeing pictures of uh, him, but uh, uh, it was Fa uh, Faustini's Institute of Martial Arts. Wow. And uh, I just, just picture, remember that boom in the 90s, like the martial arts boom? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. With like turtles and power, like, 
just picture that era, like tight jeans, white sneakers, and like big hair, and then just Mm -hmm. big black hair, like a pompadour Mm -hmm. almost, and um, a big black mustache on this dude. He was a, he was a really, he was a really good guy, but uh, man, what a character. Right, I bet. Yeah, there was, that was a a crazy thing about that time that there was, I I really wanted to be into martial arts. Because at that point there was like a whole like like a cinematic history uh-huh. with Bruce Lee and stuff yep. and Chuck Norris and so yep, yep, yep. that was kind of feeling the flames of of all that. And then as little kids, we got like you were saying, we got the Power Rangers and we got the Ninja Turtles and yep. we're like karate kids. It. Yeah. Yep. And then and then a little later you got Dragon Ball C and all that. You're like, Oh Man, yeah. We have to do I have to be a fighter. And and unfortunately, I think a lot of people took advantage and like came up with like just bogus yes. martial arts and stuff. Yes. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that was fun. Yeah, it was a good, it was a wild ride, the 90s. Oh, oh man, how I How old it. are you, Eric? Um, oh god, uh, 34. 34. Right. Yeah. I think I asked you the same question um when you were my first podcast on my uh <laughs> previous uh, I'm sorry, you were my first guest on my previous podcast. Yes. Uh, uh, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to tell me the whole story about that. Uh, well, it's it went well. It was. Uh, it turns out a lot of game developers like yourself are very shy, and so it was hard. <laughs> it was hard getting getting them interested in, in showing up. And really, you know, maybe I didn't have enough of a big platform or. And also the whole thing on on, uh, you know, I was reaching people via DM and things like that, and people are kind of weird about that. You know, they're you're, you're selling me something, so I'm not or or you know Instagram or or whatever sends you to oh, spam so or whatever. So I I was having a hard time, and and I was doing only once a month, and I don't know. I was just like, I really enjoy this, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just gonna keep doing it. Um, but just to talk to everyone, uh, and so that cripples the 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 immediate growth potential of the, of the podcast because really it's hard to explain to people what the podcast is about unless you're already a podcast listener. I can tell you, well, you know, it's like a conversational style podcast, you know, kind of like a Joe Rogan or or uh, what do you call it? You know, any of the comedians that do that do that, yeah, or like Lex Friedman. Yeah, yeah, all, all that that kind of thing. But if you're not a podcast listener, and if I'm just a family member, and I'm telling you, oh, they're like, "Well, what's it about?" Just like, "Well, I just kind of talk to people." <laughs> it's, a, it's a show about nothing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, and and really, like, it it ends up being about my interests and the people right. and the people that I talk to are people that I am interested in talking to because I share some common interest with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's cultural or art or you know whatever the case may be, uh, my faith or video games, obviously or mm-hmm. music. I, I think the majority of my podcast I've been about music because I just wow. have, I know a lot of musicians, and uh, so but that's it. You know, we just talk about these things and nerd out and all of that. So yeah, it sounds like a, it's a it's a wholesome, holistic podcast. It is. I I try to keep it wholesome and holistic, but you know, if it want, if it's gonna be a little edgy, well, it's gonna be a little edgy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends on. Uh, yeah, love it. I love humor, so I you know, 
and the thing about good humor is that it, it walks always on the edge of like you're pushing boundaries. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's <laughs> and, like there's the line, and then there's just like a footer to, or just a little past it. That's where right. I like to. <laughs> right, that's right. And so, you know, just you're just a little bit uncomfortable, and then you uh-huh. get that release from the discomfort, and this is some kind of hilarious thing. Yeah. Um, like I remember this old Ricky Gervais bit, oh, and, I love in him. which he tells a joke, right, mm-hmm. and. He's telling jokes and he's talking with the audience and he's getting them laugh. And then he tells one joke and you can just <laughs> like the room just kind of goes, oh, the air just got sucked. And, out. Just, and then he just stops and he's like, you know, it's funny because it's racist. <laughs> 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 and people just die. You know, it's so <laughs> funny. Uh, so, you know, is that that whole like playing with tension and moving? You know, I I really yeah. enjoy that. So and, and I I have, you know, that kind of sense of humor that's pretty dry and and that you know i try to be you know make just short witty comments uh, mm-hmm. snarky uh i tell people i tell people that sarcasm is my love language uh-huh, uh-huh. uh you know that's that's the kind of stuff that you know if i'm if i'm giving you a hard time you know it's because i like you yes <laughs> yes 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 that's uh that's the basis of almost all of my relationships right which i feel I... bad for my mom because she's so gullible <laughs> but <laughs> I have a similar one with mine. Yeah. I have a, I always have this story I tell when talking about like humor and or, like uh, sarcasm is your love language type of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, my friends growing up, we same, same boat. And one of my friends, he ended up going to Japan to speak, uh, teach English. And yeah. when he gets there, he, like he's, he's making friends, whatever, what uh, learning, you know, names, making friends and uh long story short he basically gets pulled aside one day and he's like we uh we we like you we don't understand why you are being so mean (laughs) he's like no 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 no, no. (laughs) that's how that's how we say uh that we're friends and he's like but why are you being mean to me? And like, <laughs> trying, like trying to explain that he's being like cheeky. Right. To, like it was, uh, he tells, right. he it, was, it made me die laughing. It was so funny. Uh, why are you so mean? It's like, yeah. It's like, why are you it's... being so mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. That's why. Yeah. yeah you yeah. can c- give it a, give it a go. Try being yeah. mean. It's real fun. <laughs> And the way that I tell people is like, you know, I would just never say that kind of thing. Like I would never actually like deliberately say hurtful, mean things to you. I know. So I, I joke as if, you know, like if you ask me, How's, how do I look? And it's like, well, you know, you've been gaining a little weight, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And it's like, well, it's like, I'm kidding. You know, it's not true. I wouldn't say that to you. I know. You know? It's, so, it's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh or you know how's this food you know you know that i've you know spent cooking three hours for it and it's just like well uh-huh. you know last time you made it it was a little better you know yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. and you just like no, i'm kidding it's great it's amazing but i love it you know i can't stop eating it one of but, one of my favorites is uh like when someone's when i recognize or think someone is doing one of the like asking a question which just like you're supposed to knee jerk response with like uh they're just fishing for like an answer kind of thing. Right. I, right. I just look at them and I just like, please don't make me lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what? It was bad. I'm like, it was awful. It was so bad. Uh, don't make me lie. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want me to do this. Yeah. Don't make me. Don't put that evil on me. <laughs> 
So, all right. Last time we talked, we talked because I had started a podcast called The Game Maker's Forge. Mm. And and I wanted to talk to game developers. That was my main main goal. Yeah. I just want to meet people in the in the game industry. And I still want to do that. <laughs> but they're just too damn shy. They're so shy. No. Uh, <laughs> and I've met a few people. And, you know, I've had better luck. I, I think I've become... It's weird to think that this is a skill. But I think I've become a better communicator in social media and... Mm -hmm. And DMs and, and that kind of thing. Uh, so I, I've I've gotten to be able to communicate with people. I, I'm just I guess I'm old school. I, I I like talking to people. I don't the whole texting and and DMing and that kind of thing just feels strange to me. But I I um I'm getting better at it. I think I'm trying my best. Huh. So but yeah, so I had you over because I wanted to talk to people. And I just got lucky, I guess. You know, I met you. We had our, our, our podcast episode, and it went great. And you were so personable, so likable. And and I was like, man, this is going to be great. I'm going to talk to all this game developer. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and I met, I, I met a few other people. But it really, like, I felt like I was spending all this time just trying to get people to be like, come on, do it. You know, we fun. Uh -huh, and, uh -huh. and it just, that's just not, I guess... A natural tendency that people want to have and wow and i have that happen to me too with you know other people just to be in my podcast on this mm -hmm. one but you know i have a much wider pool of people to to right to draw from so i don't know i, I really i'm just doing it because i enjoy it yeah um, yeah I mean, that's really all we can do i'm i'm just yeah. genuinely i'm genuinely surprised that um uh i i would have thought the opposite where like when i go to a like a pax or something and i talk right. to uh devs or or any I'm to, who am i kidding i'm talking to devs at pax um right. and i can't get we can't get each other to stop talking about our right. game um so that's so surprising to me it's like once you yeah. put a recording device in between the you freeze up yeah, it does something to you seeing that little red blinking light, you know, uh -huh. and, and it's like that too with uh, with just recording music in general. Like, That's so uh, true. Oh yeah. my god, you're so right. Yeah. I, I, do you do you have you ever recorded music? Do you do you do music? I, I think you do some uh, for your game, uh, mm -hmm. but do so you so you do music. So I use um. It's actually how. Well, I you know I did the the Garage Band stuff in high school, like a guitar nice. in hand and little bands, and then a band in college, and we recorded a little EP. Um, mm -hmm. Then I transitioned into kind of more production and like DJ ish stuff, like with Ableton, right, and that is right. how transitioned into. That's how I met my fiance, and we, she was making music in Ableton. I was making music in Ableton. Oh, cool. And then we just were like, hey, you want to make music together? And uh, we were seeing other people. And we were just friends. And then, uh, like, late, nothing ever happened. Everybody right. calm down. Make music and chill. Yeah, we were just making music. <laughs> but it's really hard to not, like, get close to somebody. And right. uh, her thing kind of fizzled out. My thing fizzled out. And then all of a sudden, we were just like, we realized, we're like, oh, uh, it probably fizzled out because we're obviously really into each other, and uh, that's mm. and then what ten ten plus years later we're we're here. But uh, to answer your question, yes, I've I've uh, done a my fair share, a little handful of recordings in the booth, and you're, mm. I completely forgot. It's been so long. Like you can practice alone, and you'll just like mm -hmm. nail it the moment right. 
you hit record it's just like why are my fingers sausages right <laughs> what, why is my voice just like gargling nails like what yeah. is happening yeah yeah no i i uh like i just had a, a a friend of mine who he used to be the branch director of that boys and girls club that i, I used to that i was working at mm-hmm. and a good bit of our conversation was about uh how he would get uh like he was for him doing this podcast chat with me was like uh him just voluntarily taking on a challenge you know like i'm not uh-huh. comfortable doing this so i'm just gonna go for it and i think this will be a good experience and i'm like we're just chatting like we used to chat all the time what are you talking about but you yeah. know like for him this is like no this is more like you know there's people listening it's like well a few <laughs> 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 and and so you know but but yeah if you are with him around him during a normal day without microphones or cameras or anything like that he, he's uh-huh. chatty he's funny you know he's sarcastic and you know very confident and all of that but it's like i guess the, the setting of we're in a podcast is can be a little intimidating i don't know yeah and i get that i totally get that it's um uh i like i think because uh, i'm assuming you have also like i liken it to um like recording your vocals or like you said, recording music. And when you, when you first walk up to that mic and you got to record and you've never record like, Oh boy, is that nerve wracking. And then after, you know, a few tracks, a few weeks, whatever, it starts to just like, you don't even think about it, but you get uh, used to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I try to, I think I used to get really nervous too. I remember I was pretty nervous when we first talked, but Mm. I guess I guess I'm pretty good at hiding it, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I guess so. Uh, I, uh, you got I, me fooled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think a lot of that's melted away over the the. I guess how long, however long I've been doing this, it's like years now. I guess holy shit. Yeah. But um, yeah. So so let's talk about your game. Okay, I love talking talk about my game. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my favorite thing. <laughs> so how long has your game been in development now? Oh God! Don't ask me that. That makes me feel bad. <laughs> hey, it's 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 a it's a a beautiful uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, love letter to your favorite video games. It and is. You're 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 spending a lot of time and love making it. So. I am. That is that is the truth. Um, mm-hmm. it is. So the uh, for all your glorious, lovely, beautiful listeners, um. I guess my name is Eric, and uh, I make a game. I'm making a game called Lucid, and it's a love letter to all the games I played growing up um, and loved, and then also with like a few modern, you know, sensibilities because the you gaming, yeah, yeah it's, it's just it's evolved so much right. in what 20, 30 years uh, that I've been playing. So um, it's um, I it's set in this kind of crystal punk Senate world um it's a fast-paced um action platformer metroidvania meets celeste i've been calling it a celestoidvania affectionately i i want to i want to make sure to take credit that i was the one that made that uh, (gasps) comparison oh yeah (laughs) yeah it was there in that podcast oh my god about it yeah. I'm going to I'm going to have to go back and I'm like going to clip that and put it into uh, like a Kickstarter <laughs> video or something. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. Yeah. But um 
Yeah, it's uh, I've been working on it for oh well, it's a long story, Carlos. I don't know if you've got if you have the time for this. It's um, it spans back to like twenty fourteen, I think, maybe twenty fifteen ish. Okay, but that's um, not that long ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I lied. <laughs> I completely lied. It's it it really started in 2012. Wow. Uh, yes. Okay, but, that's uh, kind, of, kind of a long time ago. Yeah. Holy crap. And uh, so it started the the the, the genesis of this whole thing was I was uh, I went to architecture school and uh, I was studying to be an architect. I ended yeah. up being an architect for a while, but we all know how that ended. Yeah. Um, so are you so, done done with that? Oh, I'm so done with that. I'm okay. done with that whole scene. I could never, I couldn't bring myself. Were you to go still back. doing that last time we spoke? I think I was. I think I, think I was yeah. um, part time. I was full, quote unquote. I was full time working as an architect and part time mm-hmm. um, game deving. But right. <laughs> uh, if we're being honest here, it was more like I was full time game deving and part time at that yeah. job. <laughs> but uh, holy crap, that piece! I hated that job so freaking much. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I could go on. That's a whole other podcast, Carlos. Uh, the the architecture architecture industry and why not to do it. Uh, <laughs> holy crap! But any hoozles. Um, I'm in studio. Um, it's late one night. It's like three a.m. and I'm just like going through. I think it was like Destructoid or something. And I saw there was like a new demo out for indie game. It was just like a little article, and it was um, it ended up being what be I Iconoclast that that game that came out a few years ago, mm-hmm, it was like mm-hmm. the demo demo. It was like a level and a half of iconic class. And I was like, Holy crap. And I played it and I was like, this is gorgeous. And like, it's fun and it sounds good. And it's this, that, and the other thing. And I'm looking yeah. into it. I'm like, this is made by one guy. It blew my mind. So right. I reached out to him. I'm like, Hey buddy, uh, hey, what? Buddy. <laughs> it's just, how, how does, how does, how does one do? How does, how does I do this? And, uh, he, he was very kind. He, he responded, uh, told me about constructs uh you know how he does some stuff and it was very very helpful and set me out of my way and that kind of set me off on learning pixel art i picked up game maker and then on my off just off hours i would just do it kind of like fiddle around and i learned game maker and i made a, a version of lucid on my 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 apartment late at night yeah. like just every day for a long time and it got pretty far and there's old footage of it on the internets and even on my Instagram, but uh, uh, it got to a point, and then I had to take a I had to take a hiatus because it was like affecting uh, my personal life. Like it's all I would do, and yeah. it was just like deteriorating relationships. So one one thing that I've noticed about solo developers, and I'm sure this is not the case for everybody, is that they tend to have kind of obsessive personalities. Yeah, it's kind of necessary to get yeah. something like because what it what it means to be obsessive it means you're focused. Yes. You're hyper focused and you're just getting things on drilling through the thing. But anyway. Yes. I'm yes. glad you understand, my friend. That is yeah. a, that is me to a T. I uh, I'm like yeah. a dog with a bone. It's hard to <laughs> it's so hard to let go. If I have like if I'm supposed to go to sleep at like three and it's one and I'm like, I just gotta get this bug. And if I, I don't if the bug's not done, I'm staying up till it's done until I like fall asleep at my desk. But uh yeah, yeah that's me to a T. Um so yeah, I, I made it in Game Maker for a while, took a hiatus, um, came back in 2018 due to my fiance being like, whatever happened to Lucid? And I'm like, eh, 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 bad, bad, 
bad memories, yada, yada, yada. And she was like, it was my favorite thing you were doing. You should try picking it up. You, you were very happy then. I was like, okay, I'll try it. Yeah. And I was also toying with the idea at the time. Like, I would like to learn Unity. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just see what happens. I'm going to remake it in Unity, see what's up. Um, mm-hmm. So that's how I, I learned Unity. I cut my teeth in just re- learning Unity by remaking my old game. And uh, like just in doing so and all just the things I picked up along the way, my old games started to change and like it looked the same sort of but it was just fundamentally working differently and all yeah. of a sudden like one night i was in my room and i made a this kind of little demo scene and it was just moving around and i was i made this little gauntlet of like trying to connect these things very celeste where like you hit the nodes and you have to do it just right and it was like right. break the tar it was like break the targets meet celeste from uh, mm-hmm. super smash bros super smash bros yeah exactly and like i was doing the same run for like an hour and i was like having fun and then i i just it don't like a little light bulb like ding i'm like oh my god this is the game this yeah. is what i found the fun this is where the fun is and yes. uh from that moment on like that's where i just i took it and ran and i I, uh from there i just started posting all my stuff to instagram and it's it's so eye grabbing like and to me i think i just finished uh recently playing celeste and and really it was hollow knight and then celeste that really got me into indie games Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, i was mm -hmm. like whoa like this is like like you know like i was like very triple a minded like these are real games right and everything else is just like little mobile games yes like oh no like there's like serious indie games being produced yeah and so i'm like what what else is there and so anyway you know i was i was browsing and and i was like and i want to be part of this too you know uh, doing music Uh and and i'm like you know building an instagram account and started kind of building my own thing and then starting to see who's working on what and I remember scrolling and seeing it's like, oh, this one looks kind of like Celeste. That's cool. <laughs> and, you know, it it just looks super fun. You you talked about the flow of your game mm-hmm. and and just kind of the feel of it. And you 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 uh, said last time we spoke that it kind of made you think or maybe kind of what your I don't know if the goal is the right word, but the direction that it was taking was kind of like a when you play a game like Hades yes, or, or uh, Doom Eternal yes, where you're just, and I think you use that word, you're in a state of flow. Yes. You're just going and it's like a rhythm to it. And yes. Then, yeah. And then, you know, like Doom Eternal, you get those glory kills and like their time with the music and it's like super, like I, I actually, the game is like so gory. I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. I love the music. Actually, is my workout music. I I just put it on and I'm like Mick Gordon all day. Oh, Mick Gordon's a a wizard, an absolute right, wizard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, those games. I mean, just the feel of it, and it's a little bit like Mega Man or you know yep. those fast platformers. So yeah, I'm you're excited. hitting you're hitting all the. Like, that's exactly all the like if. I remember I had to make a a pitch deck, and uh, one of the slides mm-hmm. was like if you had to distill lucid into like its basic elemental pieces what were they and it was like i had a the logos of a super metroid logo the mega man x logo legend of zelda logo a hades logo and then i think it was uh, the doom 2016 logo and i'm like all that all arrows pointing to the middle with the lucid logo but yeah it's like an amalgamation of all that and then i've like a little bit obviously some hollow knights in there a little bit dark souls is in there a little bit smash bros in there a little bit just like tiny pieces of all these 
games that I've like, I can just take cherry pick. Like I like this and it works yeah. well with this. And I'm a very, from my architectural training of a very holistically designed mind, like everything mm -hmm. needs to be justified. Not only has to, to justify something, it has to work in tandem with something. And also right. in doing so produce something else, which then can be used by something else. Like it's this like uh, feedback loop kind of stuff. Um, right. And so that the, the gameplay loop is su in such like, designed like that but um the actual flow state is very uh doom very hades with like you said some Mega Man x like platforming um yeah. and then the, the world is very zelda and the characters are very chrono trigger and zelda yeah. with a little bit of dark souls in there mm -hmm. a little like a shade less ambiguous um like i love me some dark souls and like the crazy lore and world but um yeah. Yep. I want to take a step back, like let let people digest it a little easier. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's um that's it in a nutshell. It's it's fast. It's um the the completionist actually uh, Gerard the completionist played uh, a very very early build build um a few months ago in August and nice. uh, it was very fun. It's in, it was a very interesting experience because Lucid is a very dense densely mechanical game like there's a lot of mechanics going on and mm. to try to like distill that or like get that across under an hour and like get to the meat and potatoes is a difficult task especially if you're performing on, on a live setting on a stream and also like he was eating like hot sauce <laughs> and hot chips and he was like sweating and like it was a really fun time but he the was like streamer thing oh <laughs> it was amazing but it was like he would fun. skip tutorials and like he would be like how do i do this and i'm like um i was like trying to like uh, do three tutorial. tutorials in a second <laughs> it, it was like a beautiful chaotic mess right. but um yeah it's uh there's a lot of mechanics going on yeah. and uh, do you do any of that like uh you know, like the old school games used to do this more, though you still see it in some games where like Metroid and things like that, where the level design is part of the tutorial. Yes. Right. That, like, that a thousand percent. Yeah. I, I, I try to avoid, I've been trying to avoid putting in like long winded text boxes. If mm -hmm. there's a text box, it's like yeah. short and to the point. Yeah. Um, and then it's like hard, a, you know, because you're trying to achieve that state of flow or that flow state with a fast paced game. And it's like, all right, stop, read. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. The, the there's like a I recently made the tutorial section and uh, it's basically like it's built in such a way so that you get to a point, you learn something and then mm -hmm. it's a uh, so I, I made when I was designing it, like in my notes, I was like, all right, how to teach uh test and then like i forget what the other one was it was basically teach test and then have fun so it mm -hmm, would be mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. like you'd learn something and then it would be yeah. a series of simple tasks that you've you've you're right. tested and you you know it and then as soon as you've done that now it's like now have fun with what you learned and i just pasted that for every mechanic and then like did it in an order that made sense and uh, it seems to yeah. Really Tell helped. me that sequence again. Teach, test, and what was the other one? I forget. Uh, I think it was like teach, test, and I forget. I have to look at my notes. It was another T, mm. but, but I can't remember. But it, I forget. Yeah. It, it was basically teach, test, and have fun. But it was, have fun. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's very um, interesting. I I've been noticing this kind of pattern everywhere, and uh, occasionally I do like the solo episodes, and I like. I've either been thinking about something and I just want to like flesh it out or uh -huh. 
I read an idea on a book that has been really impactful for me and I find it very valuable. It's like, you know, I'll try to share it, see if anyone cares. But this idea that you're talking about the game and to kind of teach the mechanics, it's this idea of you you try something out, uh well, you pay attention to, you know, to the explanation or whatever, and you have to try it out to see, if, you know, okay, let's try it out. Let's uh-huh. actually implement the knowledge that you have. And then when you try it out, you're probably not going to do great because you just learned it. Yeah. Um, but then the having fun part is like that repetition, the practicing, you know, that yes. grinding. And that's fun. Like, I, you know, yes. it, it sometimes is like painful, but that's that's where the fun is, where that, you know, where that challenge uh, it happens. And I think that's why, you know, when you play a game in God mode, it gets kind of boring. You know, Agreed. Like you, you want the challenge. That's what you're playing yeah, the game. Absolutely. So, yeah, th- that's what you're saying. Teach, test, and like, so keep people having fun, keep people grinding, keep people doing the thing. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. It, and it's fun because um, it's it, it becomes a design game, like a game, a puzzle. It, mm-hmm. The tutorial became a puzzle in and of itself, like designing the the pace, the the what to what to layer next and then what to build off of next. So for example, like the, the teach test, then maybe it was like taught. I, I don't remember, but uh, the fun part was, so you would teach them and it would be a very, very simple, like, mm-hmm. uh, for, like jumping. It, it would be just a few jumping spots. And then the right. test would be uh, all of a sudden now there, there's jumping, but there's like, now when you fall, there's no longer just a, a, a smooth pit at the bottom. Now there's spikes and you get hurt or maybe there's a right. laser. And like, now that's the test. And once you get past that, then the fun part is uh, you, you like make it a little easier. Like you make them feel good, but like, mm. it's like just challenging enough to be not the, the test. Mm-hmm. or the teaching portion but it's like not as bad as the test so you yeah. feel like powerful and right. then you then you bleed it into the next uh mechanic where right. you use the jumping you just learned in the shooting yeah. portion and you still have fun with the jumping like it's easy jumping with easy shooting and then it's easy jumping with harder shooting and then it's easy jumping with easy shooting and mm-hmm. then the next to test is like then it's medium jumping with medium shooting and so it's this ever gradual ramp of like increasing the difficulty but letting like it's a balancing that's, act yeah that's that's uh you're talking about um i think it was the psychi- psychologist pij that uh came up with this concept of the zone of proximal development mm. which is called being in the, it's not always what people mean when, about being in the zone but it is sometimes what people mean and it's basically just this idea of reaching. You learn by reaching. Yes. Um, so it's always like, but you got to, for you to be in the zone of proximal development, like it can be too easy and it can be too hard. Right. If it's too easy, it gets boring. It's not fun. If it's too hard, you know. It's always, frustrating. Well, a lot of people don't like the Dark Souls games. You know, they're just too hard. Yeah. But some people love them. Like I hated them at first and I I was like, but they're so cool looking. I want to try it. You know, a lot of people really like them. So at one, at one point I finally got it. I was like, oh, it's supposed right. to be hard. Like that's right. what the point of the game is. And I have to be in the right mood to play those games. Right, right, right. Uh, right. Like if I've had a long day at work, I, I don't want to come home and play that because I'm, I'm just like frustrated. But <laughs> if it's like I have time, like I have the full day on a on a, on a a Saturday or Sunday, Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna play and grind for like eight hours and like it's fun it's yeah. you're you're there 
but yeah, you gotta be in the right mood. And also like, it can be too easy. It can be too hard. And like, it seems like that's kind of how you're developing your, your tutorials and your systems to kind of get people to be engaged and continue playing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, um, I mean, we'll see it's been in closed beta testing amongst uh, myself and like, uh, close, uh, testers. It, it seems to be working. So, uh, that's good. Um, the problem is I have, I keep adding, well, I, it's not really a problem, but, uh, I've just recently finished. I've capped it. Like I've decided no more mechanics for this demo for, for, for this uh, area, the biomes, like I'm done. I finished all the mechanics that will be in the demo, which is a great feeling. Now it's just like putting the chess pieces and the making the rooms and making the puzzles and then painting them with the pretty pixels. So it's a, uh, I'm making pretty very good strides. Like we're I'm so close. I can see the demo in the future. It's just right, right there. But uh, yeah. so 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 how close do you think? I think a demo, a lucid demo will be, let me look here. I'm feeling, I'm thinking like January, February, March, April. I'm thinking like late July. I think like July is like a. This year, pretty, July. Yeah. Yes. Man. I think. I hey, think once July. the demo's out, that means that the release is imminent, huh? It does. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, the, the demo is going to be, well. I don't want to say definitively, but I'm leaning right. heavily, heavily towards the demo will be dropping simultaneously with the Kickstarter. Um, mm. So there'll be a Kickstarter this year as well. Yeah. Um, so, so ideally, people will be able to play the demo, fall in love with it, obviously, and then obviously, just, yeah. just be compelled to help <laughs> ma uh, this little solo indie dev make his dreams come true. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. That's, I mean, there's... There's a few uh, solo dev projects that like made a huge impact on on just gaming. That uh, I'm trying to think of some of them. You mentioned Iconoclast earlier. Uh, yeah. But I feel like uh, what's, what's uh, some Cave, other ones? Cave Story, Iconoclast. Yeah. Um, I know that. Um, Stardew Valley. Robot, Stardew Valley. Um, but uh, and, what's, well, the, what's the one with the annoying Metro song? The the not Metrovania, the oh. Megalovania. <laughs> oh, oh yes, yes, you're right, you're right. Um, fucking Undertale. Undertale. Yes, that's right. That's the other Undertale. One. I believe Fez was so pretty much a soul. Like it, he had help a little, a little bit. Right. Yeah. But I saw I think... a documentary on that on Fez, uh, or maybe it was just on games, and and they he had a big spot on that. I think I think I know um, it was called um, an indie game story or something like right. that. Right, um, um, I like love Netflix that. or something. Yeah, I watched that religiously, dude. Right. I really think that yeah. was one of the things that, like, I would watch that and just be like, "Oh, it would be so cool! It would be so <laughs> cool!" And uh, I forgot about that until this moment. I'm actually, yeah, I never thought I'd actually do it. It was pretty nuts. Um, You're almost there, it seems. Wow, that's crazy, dude. Uh, but Last yeah, stretch. It's it's getting close. I'm really really excited to put it out in the wild and uh, get I don't know like just it out of my um my four walls. It's just been it's just here. I want to. Like, so get now it out. when when this comes out, Eric, you can't get depressed. You gotta <laughs> you gotta have something oh, else. 
you're a step ahead of me aren't you i've thought i've thought of that as well i was like when this is over what do i do back to architecture no Ah. (laughs) i don't want to you can't make me Uh, oh my Uh. god i'd probably if i were i mean i'd obviously i have a few games i would like to make that Mm -hmm. are not lucid but uh, i would probably do like some pixel art stuff maybe a dlc um yeah you can keep working on this for a bit i'm sure like oh for sure i i definitely have some dlc ideas in the work that um i mean who i mean if the kickstarter goes bananas maybe the the dlc will become right uh content but uh yeah well i mean talking about the kickstarter i mean it seems like you've you've amassed quite a, a following and you've gotten quite a few people really interested in like you have a like a community like a legit community uh, of oh, people thanks, that man. that are that seem invested in the game and and i love the little art contests you make those Yay! are cool man those are fun oh, those are my favorite to do dude right. like it's it's a little present every now like every other day when i'm running yeah. one of those i'll just get a tag and i'll be like oh what is it what is it what was it and i'll like see this a magnificent piece of art of the, yeah. the world and characters and it's just such like it tickles me pink it, the one you just posted recently where it's like a whole animation that one yeah, was cool yeah, yeah it's crazy yeah. I, I the yeah. guy was like sending me he's like check it out and i was like what what right yeah it it was nuts um but yeah i couldn't be more grateful for the lucid community they uh i i mean i started i i it seems i mean like i feel like i i have obviously like a a following on instagram but Mm -hmm. you know it's always in comparison to what but uh like i I'm relatively small still, but the community is so right. tight and so close knit. And uh, yeah. I opened up a Discord. Uh, I don't even know, like maybe a year ago. It's hard to yeah. say, but um, I was nervous then. I was just like, I feel like who, who gives a shit? Um, but it's been, <laughs> you know slowly growing, and people are there. And we hang out. We I'm there all the time. We're yeah. talking about games and music and uh, just life. Yeah. And well, that's movies. that's the other thing that I that I. Uh notice is like you're doing a lot of other stuff like you're you're doing live you know streaming and you know doing a a lot of other stuff other than you're just not just like hold up at home you know in front of the computer all day and and like you're actually (laughs) you know you're actually trying to do something for for people it's 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 for you but like you really see that there's value in it and i think people see it too and and, oh i i'm glad i'm happy to hear that i mean i hope I hope that's the sentiment of the, uh, everyone else. Uh, yeah. I can't tell, say how much I appreciate them because it becomes too sappy and it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. But it's so true. Um, right. I'm constantly thinking like um, with, for the, the art contest, like um, everyone came out and they gave their time and energy and uh, like sweat, blood, sweat and tears, what have you. And um, I was like, I, and then it comes time. It's like I have to pick a winner. I, I don't. I hate picking a winner. It's the worst part. Like how do how do I say thank you to everybody? So I'm like I. What I came up with was um, I took every single entry and I made a highlight reel and I put a post on my wall and I tagged yeah. them and uh, just like yeah. that's one way to say thank you. And then the second yeah. one was uh, another batch was a few. Uh, interview questions from the artist in the same format and then the last one for the all the the 12 finalists a ridiculous amount of finalists they're yeah. getting full-blown um like 12 or something uh, 
interview questions that I put in a post and it's just a like a I just want them to it's like a way of saying thank you and they get um you know exposure and yeah. uh, from my end you know it's, I get to post something that's awesome it's always great but uh I guess I try to give back as much as I can I try right. to yeah I, I just do my best with that it means a yeah. lot to me yeah it's important you know because that keeps people like oh he actually cares that we're doing this yeah, and I, I, yeah. I, I do. Like, I would hate, I would hate for someone to not think that because it's just so not yeah. the truth. But uh, I don't know. Um, it's so it's a good feeling to hear that it, uh, you see that. Um, so that feels good. So thank you. Yeah. No, I, I think I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I get the sneaking suspicion that that the game will see uh, success, and and you know. I don't know, like I'm thinking about some of the big indie games coming out and like one of them uh, that I'm really excited about, Sea of Stars. Did it come out oh, already? Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, no, the, the demo. demo came out. Yeah, the demo just dropped. Oh, yeah, that game is looking cool. I, uh, um... But I, I played, uh, what is the company's name? Um, i trying to remember. Uh, I can't remember right now, but I played The Messenger. Oh, oh, um, Sabotage Studio. Sabotage Studio, that's right. I played The Messenger yes. uh, a while back. I told you, I got super into indie games, so I'm like, yeah, dude. And, <laughs> yeah, dude. And I played the messenger, and I was like, "This is so cool!" You know, yep. I talk about you know love letters to retro games, and just there's this whole dynamic in that game where, like, the first half of the game you, you're an eight, well, the first like third of the game you're an eight bit. Yep. And and then it's like a Ninja Gaiden platformer. You go level one, level two, level three uh, through different stages, mm-hmm. and then it becomes a metroidvania yep. and you're able to swap between 8 bit and 16 bit and like not just the graphics but the music everything changes yeah and you can go back and forth and you're traveling through time that's what you're doing when you when you go between the 8 bit and the 16 bit stuff it's such a cool game it's pretty wild i love that game and then i started seeing like oh we're making a new game i was like oh my goodness so yeah, I, I really hope. But I, who knew about them before? You know, you're right. They, they started making those kinds of games. Like so. I didn't, I'd never heard of them. And then the messenger just, I don't know, it was like circling the 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 stratosphere of indie games. And I'm like, right. I mean, uh, who who are we kidding here? I like platformers. I like pixel <laughs> art. That sounds right. right up my alley. Yeah. And then I played it, and the it, that game has a really good um, flow to it as well. Like, yeah, uh, it mobility. really does. Yeah. And uh, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I took, I remember after I played it, I think that might've also been an influence about like it, hitting, like making contact with something and refreshing your. Yeah. Um, well, that's a little bit like Celeste as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. a bunch of stuff was kind of doing that. And that was mm-hmm. clearly a, uh, an influence on me because like, that's kind of it unlocked the, uh, the crux of what lucid kind of. Yeah it's mobility uh, options but um yeah man that, that game was phenomenal i'm i'm i don't want to say i'm friend i'm like we're friendly on instagram we've uh, a few back and forths very, very oh you're breaking up a little bit there i hope only the best for that sabotage studio and how kind they are and uh um I'm very much looking forward to 
playing that game. I mean, can you, Eric, so good. sorry, I know that was a very emotional moment, but can you repeat it again? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you cut the off internet. a good bit. <laughs> um, I... I'll find this and I'll fix it. But you were saying you've interacted with Sabotage Studio. Yeah, a little bit here and there. They've been uh, nothing but supportive and very friendly. And uh, yeah. they've—I I can't wait to play their their game. It looks phenomenal. I wish yeah. them the best. Um, I mean, so very, very, very looking forward to that game. Lost yeah. Carlo. Yeah. Sorry, you're cutting off a good oh. bit. I was just kind of waiting, hopefully hoping it'll fix itself. Oh, got it. Yeah. Is it's it all still, right. Still going? No, no, it seems a lot better now. We were just talking and the sun was just strange. like <laughs> very strange. <laughs> it happens. You know, it's the nature Damn. of doing this. Internet. I'm I'm thinking about swapping platforms um this year at some point um uh, there's a service that it's we basically are able to have the conversation like this but instead of just using whatever zoom records it records directly uh-huh. from your computer and from my computer and then i get the original recordings so oh you know what i think i've done one of those i forget yeah. what it's called uh, riverside yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So have you have you uh, been doing uh, podcasts and appearances and meet in social media and things like that? Not a crazy amount. Yeah. Um, I it was funny like when it rains it pours situation. Um, right. The like the day you uh, we spoke, I had also got hit up with a from a buddy to do another just a little conversation as well but mm-hmm. in between then it was kind of radio silence i've been i went to a few um i went to pax west and pax east this past year past mm-hmm. year yes last year and um there i met a lot of really cool people um there's a handful of articles scattered with lucid on it and uh yeah. that was pretty crazy pretty really crazy to see stuff like it was um lucid made it into like nintendo life i mean it was on the completionist like it was all these avenue venues that have obviously been watching and reading for a large part of my yeah uh, adult it felt life. real yeah it was, pre- it was pretty surreal man it was yeah. it was pretty cool um but yeah podcast stuff uh not too much i mean right. i'm not adverse to it but um yeah. yeah, you not a not a lot of cool guys like yourself come out and talk to <laughs> little old me. Well, that's so cool. And I know you've you've mentioned, you know, your your goal is to get it in, in the Nintendo. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that'd be so cool. I, Which I is think... coming I to like towards the later side of its lifetime probably. It, it is. Yeah. I um I mean, I, I'm still surprised there has not been a Switch Pro. Like, I, yeah. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, the OLED's cool, but it's like the same console, just with a nicer yeah. screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a, I don't know. Yeah, this polish. I want a Switch Pro. Right. Um, I, I just can't believe. I mean, obviously, Nintendo knows more than I do, 
<laughs> they I have been around for a while, like we said at the beginning. Yeah, I, yeah. I just want to be a fly on the wall and just know, like, why? I just want to know why. There has to be a reason. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I there know. is. I mean, it boils down to, and obviously the reason's money, but I want to know why. Like, right. what, what makes it smarter not to do it? It's very interesting yeah. to me. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of it's been fracturing for a while. The the gaming industry, like for for a little while there like the 90s and like the 2000s early 2000s it was pretty like it just felt like we were just going to keep moving in the same direction like there's Nintendo and PlayStation and they're ma making new generation consoles and you know they just keep getting better and then now and then Nintendo's like I'm just going to do my own thing and have fun with the with the Wii you yep. know and just completely different than <laughs> that yep. now you have the Xbox and the PlayStation doing like you know, we're making consoles that look good and all of that. And it's like, eh, not yeah. quite ready for HD yet. Um, and then the Wii U came out and it was weird with the extra screen. And uh, I love that yep. console, by the way. Just never. I, I had one too. It, yeah, it just didn't break out. And then right now, I feel like the big fracture is happening with, with uh, what do you call it? Streaming. Uh, mm. Streaming games. Um and I think the the one that's pushing the most towards that has been Microsoft with with Xbox. Yeah, I um, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I know but... who was didn't who was Stadia Stadia. <laughs> what was that? Google Stadia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, that Google, didn't pan out. <laughs> hey man, if Google couldn't do it, I was like, oh, this is definitely not there yet. Exactly. I mean, uh, that's exactly my thought. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, have you have you played any of the like Google Pass or like the the new PlayStation yeah. Plus or anything like that. Um, I've my buddy has PlayStation Plus, but yeah. it was my understanding that you download them, right? Are PlayStation Plus games not downloaded? Yeah, no, they have a new one that because Game Pass with the Xbox, you can just stream like you're. They have a library kind of like Netflix or something, and you just uh -huh. browse and pick a game and start playing immediately. Oh. Oh wow, that's pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah it's best if you have a like a wired connection. Uh huh. But that's Naturally. about it. You have a good a good connection. I played on. I actually I'm playing Fallout Four on my Mac Mini. <laughs> mm, that's so crazy, dude. And it's it's not perfect, but I mean it's it's decent. It's pretty decent. Okay. I mean, and, uh, I, I more games are fun. I, I'm still I'm like yeah. old school in the. I don't yeah. want to lose the physicality of like right. I don't like not owning the thing. Yeah. Yeah, no that's no. the other thing is you you don't absolutely do not own it. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. like you don't own any of the stuff in Netflix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I want to own it. And then cuz like right. what if if they just are like we're not let it, we're not putting it taking up too much bandwidth and it's not worth it we're getting rid of your favorite game. But but it's my oh, favorite yeah. game. Oh yeah. When they're always well, doing that then the game yeah. comes in, games are coming out and all that, yeah. Yeah, they're just like sucks to suck. Bye, and you're like, oh, yeah. yeah I'm a. Uh, as long as they're both out there, I'm happy. Like as long as physical are there and they're made, yeah. Then streaming's there too, right? Eric's happy. I don't know. I I've always liked the idea of doing games digitally. Like I was a, you know, the first per the first company that really went all out for that was Sony with the with the PlayStation Go, uh, mm. the PSP Go. Remember, I don't know if you remember that one. I remember, I remember like the, the what's it called? Um, 
like the graphics. I, I can remember the ads for it and stuff. Right. I so never, I've never really had it though. It was the one that like it was just a screen and then you kind of like flipped it open and then you had the controllers. Uh, the oh controls. my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you didn't have a you didn't have uh, discs like you you had to download the games mm -hmm. with sixteen gigs gigs of memory and you just downloaded the games and that's how you played. And I love wow. that thing. It was so fun. That's wild. Um, yeah, man. Holy crap! That's a throwback. Yeah. <laughs> like, was, was that before or after the PSP? That was that was a uh, uh, the last iteration of the PSP. Okay. Was <clears> that so, before the PS Vita? Right. It was okay. right before the PS Vita. They were actually selling at the same time. Right. Um, like I, I vaguely remember this. Yeah. And then the PS Vita didn't really quite make it. It was no. so gimmicky. It had way too many things. It's like just, just make a console that works. I know. It was <laughs> give like, me good um, games. <laughs> yeah, just give me the good games. It, it felt like a right. like what's it called a a knife. What are those pocket like a pocket knife? Right. <laughs> Where it had like a bunch of things that almost work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are pliers that don't have great grip and these got right. scissors that don't cut very well. And... Yeah, and I got a <laughs> screwdriver that doesn't you know yeah, that, do a good that's, job. Uh, that uh, ruins the, the screw. What's it called? <laughs> Where you ruin the threads? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scored it or for I think so. Oh man. Yeah, it's a uh... so I don't know, but I I'm excited. I want this year I want to get a the Steam Deck. I don't know if you've seen that thing. Um, I have seen that thing. Yeah, I want. I, I want I've been seeing that. I think it's popping up more and more. Yeah, I remember it was super niche when it came out. Like mm -hmm. very few people have it, and now yeah. every time I open up Twitter, it's just like, does it run on Steam Deck? And I'm like, oh god, oh god, <laughs> another another platform I need to worry about. <laughs> right, right. Well, that one. It, just, it looks awesome. It just runs in <clears throat> Linux. Which you know, I think if yes. you do it for for Windows, it should work fine. And it, it, from the Steam yeah. Store, um, so any if your game, I'm guessing is going to be on the Steam Store as well. Yeah, if it can so. run on, I mean, I I would be very surprised if my 2D pixel art game <laughs> can't run on the Steam Deck. I'd be very surprised. Right. I would I would have to be like trying my darndest as a coder to be making the most botched code in the world <laughs> <laughs> i will ensure this will not run on the steam deck <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so anyway that's uh, that's the that's the console that i'm hoping to get but uh, but yeah i i know what you mean though like there's not there's like that feel of getting like having that like new pokemon cartridge or oh man it's the you best. know it's just it feels good you know and but it's or like it's, um the times man yeah, I know, but oh, we're we're denying. Remember, like you go you go to the store, you get the little cardboard box, and you open it up, yeah. and you smell just like that little pocket air of China, and you're just like, oh, the place. Oh, and you had the manual, little little like, little booklets with the art and like instructions yes. and stuff. And, and yeah, you'd read it on the car ride home, and like if it's at right. night, you're using the highway lights to like try to read it. <laughs> oh my god, it was the best, man. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and now. I get a, a physical copy and it's this giant plastic case and you open it and it's just this tiny little yeah. plastic cartridge with no, with like maybe a sheet of paper. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a little sad, like opening, op getting a new game. Like, you, well, this again, Nintendo's still doing it right. I think like you put the game in and you play it. 
like with a lot of Xbox games, it's like you get the disc and then it still has Dude, to download like 50 gigabytes and I then know. and then you can play it. And it's like, come on, I just want to put the game in and the I game know. to start and I'm playing. I agree. I a thousand. I agree. <laughs> I, I that happens with me in a uh, God of War, where uh, <laughs> I had to I had to download it yeah. and I downloaded it. And I'm like, all right, I I got to play. And then it's like now we have doing updates. I'm like motherfucker. <laughs> and by the time I got to play, like I started, I think it was like I don't know, eleven p.m. or something. By by the time it was done, it was almost like one p.m. or a.m. or something. It was ridiculous. I was like, I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> That's right. Oh uh, man. Well, Eric, thank you so much for for making time for me, man. I, I've had oh, a blast. Same, you're, man. I, Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's uh it's always fun talking to you. You're you're a very uh, personable, likable person. Oh, so you make me bright red. I'm blushing over here. See, that's it's it's also it's fun. It's fun being sarcastic and like saying mean things to people, but it's also fun saying really nice things to people and then that kind of makes him feel uncomfortable <laughs> oh yeah 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 it's like you don't know how to handle uh right. intimate <laughs> s- s- sincere moment <laughs> yeah so so for the people that are actually smart asses and they get me i i'm just really nice to them and <laughs> that's how i have fun with those people it's <laughs> amazing well yes uh carlos thank you for having me it's always a pleasure uh yeah it's been too long my friend we I can't know. let this happen. Uh, it's been yeah. like what two years? A year and a half? It's about long. a year and a half. Yeah. Good lord. Well, hey, get to let your your game, you know, develop a little more. But fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. That's very fair. Well, the the, the next milestone is hopefully July. The demo. Yeah, hopefully yeah. July. Sometime in the relatively near future, and uh, maybe we can catch up again there. Cool. Well, again, man, thanks for your time. I think I'll I'll go ahead and wrap it up. Awesome, it's, it's, it's dinner time for me, and I'm getting a little grumpy. Oh so. well, I can't have that. Go go <laughs> you, eat those. Yeah, I, at some point, if I keep going for too long and I get grumpy, the podcast, the vibe just changed entirely. <laughs> <laughs> and now well, we don't want that. Like, I'm just this absolute jerk. It's like, yeah, okay, right. That's cool. Right. That's really interesting. I'm fucking That's... hungry. <laughs> 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 all right uh, suddenly you're just so uninteresting yeah, no, yeah. I... <laughs> suddenly i just couldn't give a shit about you or anything you have to say <laughs> oh man well again <laughs> before i get grumpy thank you so much man really appreciate it um uh, it means a lot to me you know when i talk to people that i know are super busy and that have stuff they care about and they they, they say like you know, I'm gonna spend some time to talk to to Carlos. It, it means a lot, so thank you. Oh, no worries, buddy. All right. Well, we'll see you. Uh, best of luck to you, and I, I I am going to be waiting. I'm gonna put it on my calendar that on July <laughs> the demo is coming out. Oh God, don't 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 do that. <laughs> don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. See you later. Later, bud. Bye. Hey, you made it all the way to the end. Thanks again for listening to the episode. Again, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave a rating or review. And please, please do share the podcast with anyone that you think might enjoy this kind of content. And that is all for today. Thanks again for your time. Bye.